0: What was he playing? What was the music that he played from? Do you remember? Van Halen. Van Halen, that's what it was. (laughs) Well, someone saw it last night. Yeah, exactly.
1: Nerd
2: on. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but you deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome. I'm Josh, hey. Corey, Ali, and I'm Tom. <laughs> wow, that was super confusing. I don't know how that happened. I don't know. And we have a very special guest. Very excited, uh, super Michael. Stoked. Yeah, super stoked, uh, Michael Nathanson. Um, known for Sam Stein from Marvel's The Punisher on Netflix. Um, he was Dr. Levi Zinberg in The Nick, which I loved. And you were also in The Wolf of Wall Street and many, many other things. What's going on, Michael? Welcome.
0: How's it going, gentlemen? Uh, thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. Not here, where you are. You're in <laughs> California, not in New York, but that's fine. Thank but you, it's all Gore. Nice to-
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's nice to, nice to be uh Nice to be talking with
2: you. Awesome. Uh, is there anything I meant? Well, you were telling us you're a father as well. That takes up a lot of your time. And so you're, you do that. And uh, you're also a filmmaker from what I was seeing from your bio, like a, as have, in a director.
0: I, uh, not a director, okay. although that's sort of inevitable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got it. I, pro- I do a lot of producing and writing and um, there we go. Yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but I've never directed a project, but it's something I've directed some theater in my past, but I've never directed on film. It's something I, I find that I'm more of a, a story guy, yeah, and I like sort of more of a a general sort of creative control and like to have my hands in a lot of different places um, on set. And I don't really, I that's almost like too specific of a job. <laughs> sure, yeah, right it's, it's like uh, I got to go do this, want to do that, and. I generally like to act in the things that I do and I'm not quite ready to be the guy who directs himself and stuff. Although I think I probably could do it. But yeah. I don't yeah. Know.
4: Yeah.
2: But yeah so it's an I'm, eventuality. I'm, I'm, it is. What, um, sure. uh, what got you into acting in the first place?
0: Uh, I think I was dropped on my head as a child. Probably. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot for wanting to do this. Um, no, you know, it's, it's funny. I just, when I was a kid, I was in like the sixth grade musical and like, I got on stage. I, I was always sort of like a class clown type kid and always sort of vying for people's attention. And I was like, oh, I can make people laugh and I can perform and, and whatever. And people will notice me. And then I got into a play in sixth grade and I was like, whoa, what is this? And, um, <laughs> what is this rush? The bug, as they yeah, call it. What have it I really done? Was insane. It was funny. is, like all the other parents of all the kids were like, I think your son is an actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might be. We put our kids um, in this sure to,
1: to eat up their time, but your kid gets it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it kind of. It's weird. And then, uh, so then I I just kept sort of acting, and then I I did it professionally for like a couple of years when I was I don't know maybe like eleven, twelve around that time, and um, uh, did like a couple little bitty things here and there, and then but I just it really like bummed me out. I, I wanted to be a kid and not really go into the sort of acting biz, and I just told my parents I was like I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go you know play baseball and yeah. Play music, and just be a normal kid. And I did that. And then I did yeah. the, lots of theater in high school. And I was the editor of my the film magazine in high school. And I. <laughs> oh, nice. You know, smoked a lot of weed and played guitar. I was in a couple of bands and played baseball until I wasn't good enough to play varsity. And I was like, fuck this, I'm out. And uh, <laughs> that's when I, I think that's when I started smoking weed. Sorry. So and like then the average yeah, life was <laughs> of events. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I actually went to college to be a. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I was like, maybe I'll be an English major. Maybe I'll be a. A write. I really wanted to be a writer, and then, I went to Northwestern in Chicago, and knowing that they had a good theater program, or at least they had, there was the opportunity to do theater there. Yeah. And um, I went as an English major, and then and switched to film, and was like, I'm going to be a screen a uh, screenwriter. That's what I'm going to do. Nice. And um. Got really bored with a lot of the technical stuff in film school, and. Auditioned for a play that was going on, got the lead, and people were like, "Why is this random freshman who's not even a theater major getting a lead in a play?" <laughs> and I just, and that he's was dope really as it.
4: shit, guys. That's what happened. That's right. That's right. <laughs>
0: right. And so then, that's what happened. I, that's like the, that's what started it. I got that play, did that play, and was like, "Oh, this is what I need to do." Switch to theater major, and then the rest is history. And then I just, you know, Dang. did it through college, and then left college, and then you know, became a professional actor. Dang. When they let me you know, when they pay me for it. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like pretty, like you said, you like to do a lot of different things. It sounds like your upbringing was like kind of a lot in line with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my mom, my mom's an artist. My dad's a lawyer. And um, I come from kind of a a mixed martial arts background in that way. Um, (laughs) Like, but I think my dad's kind of a, he was a frustrated athlete. Like he, he did like crazy shit all over the world. He won a gold medal in the, the Maccabea games in Israel for team USA and the decathlon and he used to run track at Madison square garden. He was like a big athlete and, um, but he didn't have like a ton of encouragement from his folks. And my mom is like a really brilliant painter and artist, but you know, she had kids and ended up kind of going the family route. And I think they both were sort of frustrated that they didn't get to really pursue the things they loved. And I think that's for me. Um, they were always very intent on having me follow any passion that I had for anything. So like wanted to play guitar, they got me a guitar, you know, they wanted I was really into drawing and painting and stuff and they got me what I needed to do that and I did it all, you know, pretty pretty decently in like in terms of like I went at at all these different things and then you know sort of settled on on acting as like my main gig but as I've gotten older I think I've sort of gone back to the way I was earlier which was sort of like well, I don't want to just be an actor. I want to be a writer. I want to be a producer. I want to create things. I want to, you know, Not do limit. all sorts.
1: Not limit yourself. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of where
2: I'm at. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, it's, a uh, you, you, um, it kind of looks like, I mean, looking at your, your film career, you've had, um, a lot of different big breaks. Like, um, I mean, of course I'm focusing on like the big ones, like the Wolf on Wall Street, the Nick and the Punisher. Like, what was that like when you kind of found out that kind of news when it's like, Oh, I'm not just doing these small things now I'm doing bigger things.
0: Yes. You know, it's such a funny thing. Like People people talk about like, oh, you're in the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, yeah, I'm in it for like five minutes. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a credit, you know, because of like getting to work with those people and, and and having a credit like that. But, you know, I was a working actor for a really long time. Like I I did theater for, I, I was a theater actor. Like I went to Northwestern. I don't know if anyone knows about Northwestern theater program. I in Chicago. Yeah, it's really top notch. And like, they really train you to be like a theater actor. They don't talk about film. They don't talk about TV. It's yeah. like, a theater actor and you're gonna like suffer for your art for the rest of your life and i really bought into that and it was fine for a while like i really enjoy i I mean i came i came back to new york pretty quickly and then um just started like right out of the gate like doing a lot of theater and i just got burned out i got really burned out doing it and started to feel like oh i really need to give like film and tv a shot a, a real shot and then started doing a lot of commercials and, and indie films and again was like making good money doing all those things and but I was, you know, still waiting for that that time where I was just like I like I, every couple of years I would break through like another level of something, another level another level of something in the business. And um yeah, I mean, the one like huge break I got really was um and, and when I say huge break again, like you can be a working actor, and make money oh, yeah, and, of and course do it, be passionate about it and not and no one knows who you are. Yeah, that's totally fine. But it's cool to like now be in a place where it's like people know who I am and I get stopped in the street and it's afforded me some incredible opportunities. And I'm very excited about being where I am. But I, I never felt like I was like, unsuccessful. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, oh, yeah, yeah. And I always feel like I want to make sure that people understand what that means that it's that it's not about like, well, I got a break. So then I was able to be an actor. I got this, you know, got to work with this person. And then I got to do this thing. And it's like, you know, all roads kind of lead to where you're supposed to be. And um, I think when you're in where you know where if you if you really focus on like what you're doing what you're passionate about where you are in that moment that's as good as it's ever going to get so you um, see it as like more of a like, um, maybe like a like a change of pace
5: kind of like from what you were yeah, doing with theater yeah. to to some of the like working on Punisher for instance
0: yeah I mean like it's it's so different <clears throat> yeah. I definitely feel like much more of a film and tv actor now than I even though I'm a trained, uh, well, I'm yeah. not bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a trained theater actor. You know, I, I did tons of Shakespeare and like I did Hamlet. Oh, yeah. Like I've done a lot of really intense theater, a lot of intense plays and, and musicals too. I toured around the country with The Lion King. Um, oh damn! Oh nice, nice. Yeah, I did. Um, I've done a lot of crazy shit, but that's cool. <laughs> but I just I, like i I feel like I've been doing film and TV for so long now and gotten to do such cool projects, and I really feel. I've just fallen in love with the craft of filmmaking and acting in for film, like what that is and what that means. But no, right. um, well, I was just gonna say, like the one thing that really kind of changed a lot of the dynamic for me was when I um, I was the lead in a, a short film that got nominated for an Academy Award and um, got to go to the Oscars with the filmmakers. And before that, I was traveling around the country with the film to like every big film festival, and it just to- totally put me on the map as someone you know, sort of viable and interesting. And I was really like the face of the movie. And um, Wow, that must be been a while. Funny, not to preview what we're going to talk. I, we are still talking about what you guys said we were going to talk oh, about. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Back to the Future. And I'm going to tell you something why Back to the Future means so much to me, not just the fact that it's one of my favorite movies. And as a kid, I was obsessed with it. Um, the sort of, this is a great segue, by the way, but we can totally talk about more yeah. about me if you want. But...
3: Um,
0: <laughs> The the short that I did was called Time Freak, and Mm -hmm. it's a time travel movie. Nice. Um,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And it's sort of like Groundhog Day meets Back to the Future, Mm -hmm. and it's about a neurotic guy who keeps who is so uh, obsessed with trying to get um, get things right that he keeps he invents this incredible uh, you know ability to time travel, but he keeps just repeating the same day over and over again to fix the minutia of that one day. Mm -hmm. Like he's got these big plans of going to ancient Rome and going, you know meeting all these historical figures and doing all this amazing stuff. But he like, he keeps fighting with the dry cleaner because his, his clothes aren't ready. And he like keeps being an asshole. So he wants to go back and fix that. <laughs> and, like there's this girl that he has a crush on and he totally makes a fool out of himself. So he's trying desperately to like figure that out and make that better. And, and, and uh, so on and so forth. And so um, anyway, that, that experience was just insane. And like being at the Oscars and um, getting to like experience all of that, that was, that was where like everything sort of, Hit that's what that's when like the wizard appeared. And I was like, Oh, it's just a dude behind a curtain, but also like <laughs> now behind the curtain, yeah. Um, yeah, that's when the curtain that's opened, great way to kind put of it. started peeking through. That's um, awesome. for sure, but yeah, that's so that's that's kind of where I'm yeah. at. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a perfect segue as any, yeah, I think,
1: <laughs> into uh, back to as well. You guys <laughs> provided that, I did
4: We planned it perfectly (laughs) Like you said, all the roads will just
2: end up in the same place Yeah, but where we're going, we don't need roads Ah, Ah. yes
3: (laughs) Well done, sir Dang,
2: Bazinga, anyway (laughs) Um, If everybody at home is not guest We are talking about Back to the Future Yes Um, Very excited because, as Michael said I am in the same same camp Uh, Back to the Future is probably... One of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I I would say it's one of those films that cannot be remade. No, I would hope not.
2: Well actually Zemeckis has the rights on it and he said it cannot be remade,
5: rebooted until I'm dead.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully afterwards.
5: Also, it's very much a product of its time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, very much explicitly.
4: (laughs) Yeah. The concept of the future in the eyes of the eighties is that's what that's the magic. Yeah. Yeah
1: the magic yes. time so 1985 we got robert zemeckis coming mm-hmm. off of romancing the stone which yeah. is another one of my favorites another we'll another episode after that. So. Uh, this movie has a lot of things going right for it yep. it had michael j fox at the height of his career during family ties christopher lloyd christopher lloyd who's one of the most brilliant character actors i've probably <laughs> ever seen you have an amazing soundtrack yeah crispin uh, glover yeah yeah <laughs> <Christopher> glover. <laughs> In all oh, yeah. his glory
4: you got uh who, who's the who's the score score for this this is the the goldsmith.
2: goldsmith yeah Yeah. i think so
4: the the like pretty much to me i think one of the most iconic like film like this is the adventure film that Mm -hmm. you're gonna love Mm -hmm. it it makes you excited to watch it oh yeah oh there we
0: go okay oh man 1985
2: is the year i was born Uh, so i mean you know it's a good year
1: Mm -hmm. so we got one good one bad okay yeah okay (laughs) 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 uh let's focus on the first one for just for just a moment here yeah Mm -hmm. um if anyone wants to start us off with like kind of their first experience of the film,
2: yeah, I, I thought I wanted to uh, put it in Michael's camp. Do you remember the first time you saw it?
0: Oh my god, was <laughs> the first time I saw it? Um, I think I saw it in the movie theaters, and I was I was young, um, I was very young, but I think I did see it in the movie theaters. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't remember. I, I did remember I did mention that I, I smoked a lot of pot. Um, <laughs> currently, not currently yeah. in my life.
2: Yeah, yeah, um, sure, sure, sure. Not
0: okay. time for that. <laughs> um yeah, right yeah, no, no, not anymore. No. Um no. I'm trying to think of like the first time I or like one yeah. of the
1: one of the first times you remember just seeing it, what was the experience watching watching a film like this and what what chord did it strike with you?
0: I, yeah, I do remember seeing it for the first time and uh, like or or that early time with it and be just being so blown away by like how inventive and this, you know, I think even as a young kid, I, I understood like how good the structure of that film was. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a perfectly structured story. um, Like a perfect screenplay. Like it's yeah. just, it, it's, it's like 100% the same way, you know, there are certain movies that are just like, like for me, like Tootsie is like the perfect comedy. Like there are certain yeah. movies or screenplays or certain things that are just like the blueprint for how these things sh- should be done. Mm-hmm. Not that they're like by the numbers, but, and I think that that, I think always being a fan of Star Wars and always being a fan of Raiders of the Lost Ark and all that kind of stuff. Like, I love the great adventure and action yeah. movie. It has a great story, but like this was like about people I recognize and like you know, like the world like that we live in. It's the it right. high was like,
4: schooler. It's the it's the it's yeah. the girl was like, next door thing.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like you. It's like the I think it was the first time I ever like saw like a fun science fiction movie that took place in a world that I recognize as that opposed you to like lived six, in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think it was groundbreaking in, in that way, in a lot of ways. So it is, yeah,
1: I like that you mentioned like Raiders of the Lost Ark and Star Wars, cause it does have the vibe of both those movies For kind sure. of melded into one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the oh, time that still, all these it's guys are coming Spielberg. out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Super- yeah. And I mean, even USC has said that it's the gr- uh, best screenplay. It's the perfect all. screenplay. Perfect. They, they screenplay.
2: teach it yeah. as the perfect it's screenplay. Perfect. Yeah. It is. I was watching it again last night just because I, I like to be prepared. And I was watching it and I was like, holy shit, this movie is so
4: good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from back to front. And it's insanely quotable from
0: back to the future.
4: <laughs> ah. Hey, I mean, even from the beginning, it like all the shots with the opening credits, it explains what these characters, who the characters are
0: mm-hmm. yeah. immediately. You know?
4: And with the sound, with the music, you know, Power of Love, Huey Lewis and News, you know, I mean, like it has such a great vibe and feel. Like you're, it doesn't feel like the film is teaching you something, but it is. And it makes it enjoyable to learn how good
1: filmmaking is done.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So. For sure. Um,
1: oh. Cora, you want to talk about your first time, baby? Oh, man. It's a movie uh, I watched with my dad for the first time. Uh, it was one of his favorites. Uh, shout out to my dad. Um, shout out to your dad. And I just remember at the time, I didn't know who... This is my first experience with Michael J. Fox. Mm. Oh, wow. Um, was mm. ba- watching Back to the yeah. Future. I was pretty young. And I just, he to me, Michael J. Fox, and like, I'm a huge fan. I've read his book and everything like that. And he's just one of those people who is likable just by being who he is. So no matter how the character is kind of written, you are kind of always rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I went on to watch, like, Spin City with my dad and stuff like that. That yeah. was oh, yeah. of, <laughs> the show. My yeah, other experience City. with Michael J. Fox. But um, his dynamic, I mean, the cool dynamic if you think too hard about it it's kind of strange but it's a teenager with like this old older dude. like mad scientist kind of yep. it's like an awesome kind of buddy it's like it's like Raiders of the Austar Star Wars and like a buddy cop flick all mixed <laughs>
4: into one <laughs> that you could not do in modern
0: time no like a high schooler hanging out with an old dude it's like it's a little hmm. people will be like but not um, to mention not to mention the you know we'll probably talk about the mother son uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, how weirdly uh-huh. really, like sexually deviant that movie is yeah oh, strangely yeah
1: um, but I remember, I mean, I think I, you know, my experience is elevated, obviously because I'm watching this movie that my dad was like, I love this movie. I want to share this with you. Um, but I, from start, we watched all three in, uh, one night. Whoa. Oh, wow. and first it, time. First time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like all day. Like it was an all day thing. Like it was the weekend. It was a Saturday. They're like, he hey, went out and Corey, got donuts. Like oh, wow. it was, it was a great experience. So I, I love uh, the first one, especially, but I, I have a great, you know, nostalgia with all three. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go do, I'm it. At
3: him. Okay. do it. Do <laughs> it. Um,
4: uh, for me, I I remember when. So I'm a little younger than most of the people in this room, but and even people out of this out of the room. But I remember when McDonald's had hey, this watch it. <laughs> <laughs> when McDonald's had this thing where they were giving out VHSs with the Happy Meals. And it sounds crazy to me. It'd be like Field of Dreams, Land Before Time, Back to the Future. And I remember getting Back to the Future and watching it for the first time. And I, I don't know if my dad had already watched it or anything like that, but my my ever since I was young, my parents and loved movies. We just had VHSs on VHSs on VHSs. Mm-hmm. VHS is for all the kids at home with these <laughs> things with the little films and you had to put them in the little VCR rewinder yeah. thingies. It's crazy talk. Um, you actually had to wait to watch your movie. Um, but I remember watching it one weekend and then every weekend we'd go to, just go to the mall just to walk around because we were poor. We couldn't afford to buy anything. But uh, my dad was like, <laughs> yo. Let's buy, let's buy the second one. So we bought the second one and we watched it and then the next week and we watched the third one. So it was like this kind of cool, like it felt like I was watching it in series where I was like going I was like, what's mm-hmm. going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And then there's no more next. It was just done yeah. after the third one. But I was like, whoa, I want to watch them over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I remember that. And this was the time when like, Bad, for me, this is the time when Batman Forever was around, so I had like the Batman Forever Batmobile, and I would use that as like the little thing as like RC car model thing. I would like race it around the house. I put a little stick to make sure it's like the lightning rod. Wow.
5: Like, oh, I just absolutely <laughs> love that movie. That's awesome. Uh, for me, it was it, I, I'm, I'm the older brother, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it, it was definitely with with my brother. At some point, we probably rented it from Blockbuster or something like wow. that, uh, and I just. Fell in love with it. Like it might have even been on TV. I really can't remember, but it was, you know, Michael J. Fox is just such an incredible like character in that. And then, and then Doc Brown is so incredible as well. Um, uh, but that just instantly fell in love with those movies. I love the first one the most, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about yeah. like, I don't think I saw even the third one for a like much later. Whoa. Yeah. Like I saw like the first two. Um, is all I remember and the third one watched like a couple years later or a few years after the fact
4: I feel like the third one in a weird way was kind of in that time frame where movies were like everything goes west yeah. everything, everything goes Hawaiian and you know like goes west yeah like everything had to just go to another place other than what the norm we knew yeah they just had to have some kind of cheeky yeah. genre
1: yeah
2: yeah Um, for me you know back to the future I mean it's it's like Michael said, I, it's, it's something that has been a part of my life for so long and such a big piece of, it's always been on my top movies. Um, So it's, it's very hard to remember the very first time that I saw it. I mean, I was like you, Ollie, I was a big Michael J. Fox fan as well. Like, I mean, yeah. Teen Wolf, Doc Teen Hollywood, Wolf. Oh. like he did a lot of really great movies so in the late eighties, early nineties. And I just loved Michael J. Fox. And so I know that I used to just watch anything that he did. Mm-hmm. And I think back to the future, the whole series, really, I mean, yeah, you can go yeah. through any movie and pick your pick things out of it. Like we've discussed on the show, but it's like, it is one of those things that I can watch back to front and be like, yeah, the oh. third one's a little cheesy, but
5: it's but I loved kind it. of fun. part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's part I of it. I ended up owning the VHS box set. And then I ended up owning the DVD box set you know, yeah. after that. And, it's it's one of those movies that I could just watch if it's on something yeah. I'm watching it like it's it's gonna happen. Yep. Yeah. I'm not gonna not watch Back to the Future.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. What I mean? Oh, it's. Like Star Wars, it's almost the only other movie I'll watch. Just like or like Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's like a handful of movies I'll if if, it, if I catch it at any point I'll just finish it. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Like
0: Absolutely. the Godfather. I can't not like just watch a scene of it. The Godfather's on, and I watch a scene of it. I'm in for the long haul. Okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, well, this is what I'm doing today now.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I think we'll save the this question yeah, for later, for sure. but um, I think uh, we'll move on to favorite moments. And yeah. This is kind of we've lumped this into kind of a large thing, and and we can put this across all three films if we'd like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think so. Do we have a favorite moment? And this can be like
1: specific, like one narrow. If I had to narrow it down to like one or two. Uh, sure. I mean, you could you could shoot, Just free, shoot, free ball shoot, it. Shoot,
4: shoot them three. Shoot them three of them.
1: Three, um, three moments. Well, I mean, my, my first one is is obviously just the hoverboard in, in general. Yeah. Okay. I mean, everyone <laughs> wants that hoverboard. Yeah. I want it to this day. And I know we have, quote, unquote, hoverboards that like roll really around. They call them hoverboards. But every scene with that thing in the second one, I, I was sold. I was so I instantly was
0: like, I cannot. It's like lightsabers for me. Mm. Like the two I have things. To get this out, guys, I have to get this out of the way yeah. before we can. And I, and I made a joke to you guys, or one of you, whoever I was, whoever <laughs> one of you guys I was talking to, I, you know, we talked about Back to the Future being like a perfect movie. Yeah. Or like screenplay being a perfect screenplay. I have such issues with the other two movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I know, Good. And I know that yeah. like, there are some people who are like, all the movies are amazing and part two is, I never heard part two was better than part one. That's something I never heard. Before. But, uh, um, you know, I definitely know that people love part two and love part three and part three is a little bit more, I think divisive yeah. than yeah. part two Absolutely. is because part, part two is essentially a retread of part one with yeah. some futuristic stuff in it. Yeah. Um, if we're being honest, yeah. <laughs> and, and no Kristen Glover, which is, you know, awful, but yeah, um,
1: I mean, that no, changed just, a lot of legality
4: ever. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll definitely jump on it once we get to Kwame Qualms. My favorite part is Kwame Qualms. Yeah, yeah. We do. Talk, we talk about our, Kwams Kwams our qualms it. with the film. Oh, yeah. That.
0: But I just wanted i just wanted to get out of the way and say, for me, it's like, if we talk about these things and say, like, favorite moments, like, to me, there's only Back to the Future. Gotcha. And they, they made two other movies. And like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, honest, I'm being honest. And I, like, love that. I Like, Back to the Future Part 2. I know, I definitely like Back to the Future Part 2. There's, way more in that movie than there are in most movies than there is in most movies. And like, it's great on a lot of levels, but as compared to one, to me, it was like, it, it was day. just such a come, such a come down. And then part three is like a totally different series. Like, I'm like, what, what just I could happened vibe on that? Well, yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, part two is absolutely just, Hey, remember that thing in one? Hey, do you remember that part in episode? <laughs> yeah, one? It's, member
0: berries. it's like member, remember berries. Berries. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: remember that thing that happened? But the, I think I don't know. It's weird. I, I, as a kid, I remember I was like, I guess a super. I was into like romance and the happy ending and shit. So like, I love you know hearing Earth Angel.
0: Don't say and shit at the end of it to, <laughs> to make it sound cool. You know
4: what? You know what I mean like I, I just, just love the romance
0: it. and you know that shit and shit. Whatever. That <laughs> I had to keep
4: the street cred. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, I just First love stop. I just love uh, Earth Angel and at the very end, like it all comes together and like. Just the you start hearing the theme too, and he's like chasing off back to the Delorean. Like I don't just that part where it's like it's the very end, like hope is bleak, and then like his hands starting to fade away, and then all of a sudden George McFly gets the courage, and you are hearing the song like swelling up. I just love, I like I love that part uh, specifically um, in the first one. Uh, it was probably one of my favorite moments because it was a triumphant moment, you know, like mm-hmm. the hero finally was able to find the courage to. You know, get the woman that he he is meant to be with that he loves and fight the bully or beat up the bad guy. So, yeah, what, what about you, me?
2: Michael?
0: Uh, hey, you get your damn hands off her. Yeah. Um, I'd say sure. density is another one of my favorite density, <laughs> density. sure. So I use so that heavy. constantly. I'm You're constantly
1: my density.
0: Tech- <laughs> um, it says it on your underwear, Calvin Klein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In my hope chest, I, I mean, that, that scene is so yeah. twisted yeah. and yeah. so fucked up in so many levels and also so brilliant and also so fine for all ages. I don't know how they accomplished all of that. <laughs> I, I really don't. Because if you really break it down what like, what's going on in that movie and how, like, disturbing it is, it's really weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really <laughs> but, like, so amazing that they, like, were able to do that um, and pull it off and still be, like, a family adventure movie. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: It's
0: like, Sophocles you know, you know, just shoved into the, the sci-fi adventure. <laughs> um, uh, I love when Marty sees Doc in 1955 and he goes to his house and he's like, and, and he's like, who are you know, come in and he's trying to predict who he is and then he, that whole thing he's trying to convince him. Oh, oh you yeah. Know, oh, and who's president? Uh, you know, he's like, so he tells him Ronald Reagan's president. Jack Benny's the secretary of treasury. Ha ha ha. And all <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> the actor? <laughs> yeah, the actor. Yeah. Ronald Reagan, the actor? And, um, Oh my God! It just goes on and on. Yeah. Huey Lewis saying, telling them they're just too damn loud. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they're li- so literally little, you can just like, think about that on. little moment
1: when he talks to his uh, his uncle who's in prison and he's just like, get used to these bars. Uh, I yeah, yeah those bars. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I think
5: I think one of my favorite moments. Uncle is. Uncle Joey.
0: Uncle Joey's. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. yeah. I think one of my favorite moments is like seeing him, like the money that he got to like spend money to blend in or whatever. He ends up buying like this weird like spy gear, yeah. And he's like, and he's like stalking Biff, like that. Oh was yeah, that was yeah. the second that, one. That was the second, second, yeah. second one. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah.
0: that was that was are really a douche Stop <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. I, I think I also I'm
0: just kidding. I'm no haters here. I love, I, I love, I love all opinions equally
3: <laughs> you, you'll
4: have to be on uh, at least four shows to, in, to earn the hatred uh, but, um, yeah but i remember i think i remember also in the in the little milkshake bar uh whatever it's like you know like going to the bar and having being a cool uh, guy Where is the chocolate Sh- milk,
0: milk
3: chocolate yeah
0: grabs <laughs> <it and> slides to <laughs> him, and he just downs hey, yeah. the thing i'm I like also oh say my that god everything that crispin glover does in that movie is is perfection oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah
4: it's it's such, what such a character. Yeah, such a funny juxtaposition to see that, and then his later works, like, this guy is a creep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: it's yeah. so funny. You know that he showed up to that movie and just played that character however he wanted. He showed up, and they were just like, what is he doing? And then they were like, it's kind of interesting. Let's just go with it. It's
1: working. Um, Run with it. Yeah.
0: No <laughs> way he was directed to do that character that way. No way.
1: No, that's all Crispin. No. That's 100% yeah. Crispin.
4: Uh, I love Darth Laser. Yeah, Darth, with the weird mask and thing. And oh yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Plays on plan the planet
4: Vulcan, and I was like, oh my god! Just <laughs> all the
0: intertextuality you need in this film's like. What was he playing? What was the music that he played from? Do you remember? Van Halen, Van Halen. That's what it was. <laughs> well, someone saw it last night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You yes. cheater! Yeah, the person who didn't see it today.
5: Mm. What well, wasn't there a thing? I think I read where like the tape had to. They had to write Eddie Van Halen because there was some like rights or something oh, really? with, with the band that he oh, wow! they couldn't put Van Halen or something. Oh. That, I don't know what it was, but my uh, favorite
2: part will always be um heavy. You keep saying that. Heavy. Is there something wrong yeah, with the gra- Earth's, Earth's gravitational, gravitational. pull? Yeah. <laughs> it's always my favorite. Yeah.
1: And just the iconic status of the DeLorean and what it's become since then. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time you see one, you're like, oh my God, this is dope. Yeah. I gotta take a picture. I gotta yeah. tell someone I saw DeLorean. Did today. guys
0: see did you guys see on my Instagram I posted a thing. I was driving on the Long Island Expressway, and a DeLorean drove past me. I and did like see was, that, and it oh, looked wow. like it was like lit up too. Oh, oh that's cool. Oh, I mean, if you have a
1: DeLorean, you know what you know the baggage that comes I, along with
5: it, right? <laughs>
0: like, like it was like Back to the Future I was driving it. It was like the weirdest thing ever. Was so getting so ready, ready for, for Ray
5: Player One. What the hell? <laughs> um, to restore my cred from uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Future Two. Uh, Come on. To, number one, I think one of my like Careful. one of my favorite quotes is, uh, or something along the lines of, like, check out his life preserver. Dork thinks he's gonna drown. Yeah. He's wearing like a vest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was. I find myself quoting that all the time.
1: But I mean, wasn't it always super it's a bit cool? much for you. But your kids are gonna love it.
5: Yeah. I, I I just love seeing Marty McFly
4: like uh just always hanging on like the tailgate of any truck when he's like yeah. skateboarding. Yeah. Like that to me like defined cool kid. Mm-hmm. Like this guy was a cool kid. And then when he did that later on with like the little box scooter that the other kid, like he yep. stole from the kid. And I was like, this, this guy's shredding up in the fifties, bro. It's like, this, this is dope. Oh, yeah. he turns the box scooter into skateboard. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, favorite character inside characters, or we want to dive into the, anything else? I say favorite character. I
2: mean, yeah. it's, sometimes I think it's like a, it's like asking a favorite character of like a star Wars film or something. Favorite like character of a
4: James Bond movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. I wonder,
2: <laughs> um, I'll start, uh, let's have uh, Michael start this one off. Yeah. Do you have a favorite character?
0: You know, I think my favorite performance is Crispin Glover mm-hmm. in the first one. Yeah. Because it's just like so, it's very like raw and kind of edgy and um, anachronistic in terms of like the rest of the tone of the film and kind of, you know, the sort of adventure story that everyone's, you know, okay, and he's meeting his parents. And, but like, it's just such a quirky, interesting take on that character. That was so unexpected. And I just love how he played it. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I love Marty and doc. I mean, you can't like, it's a hard thing to say. I mean, I'm definitely, you know, if you ask me what my favorite Star Wars character was, there's only uh, one right answer. Is there, is there real? <laughs> this is, this is the resident Grump saying that. No, I'm yeah, kidding. It's, uh, it's Finn, Finn from the new movies. right? Okay, good, uh, good, good. good. I'm <laughs> yep, so yep, glad yep, we're on the same page. Right. Right. That's the right one. You pass. So, <laughs> Jesus. So no, I mean, like, for me, it's like saying like Luke and Han Solo are, I love them both equally for very different reasons. And like, they both mean like everything to me and my childhood and everything that makes me like a geek, you know, is, is embedded in those two characters. Um, So for me, it's kind of similar to in Back to the Future where I'm like, well, just Marty, you can't have Marty without Doc, Doc without mm-hmm. Marty. And right. there is no Back to the Future without Marty and Doc. So it's yeah. kind of like saying, yeah,
4: they're back and yeah, forth. Oh yeah,
0: what's who's your favorite character in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, well, you know, the Nazi, no, Nazi number eight. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> fucking indiana jones obviously he's that whole movie and so yeah as cool as i mean Chris glover's great and quirky and awesome so like i would say from an actor's standpoint i really admire like what he did like it's just sort of such an interesting thing because i'm more i would say i'm more of the character actor type but um yeah i mean like marty and doc are like two of my like childhood heroes so. yeah okay mm-hmm. then how
4: about we go off that then without doc and marty who is your favorite character
1: so what? For him be
4: so for him, I mean, I mean, we can all be like Doc or Marty. Yeah.
3: yeah. But then this yeah. is kind
4: of this is kind of like an extension of like previous episodes. We what do. What's your favorite side character? What's your favorite
5: non-main main side character? character?
4: <laughs> oh God. Uh, um, for, mine. Go mine,
5: mine would have to be Biff. Ah.
4: Yeah. 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 I
5: mean, yours can be Biff too. It's fine. Mean, uh,
4: no. Um, <laughs>
5: just I just. I mean, and and honestly, in all three movies, like he's fantastic. He, he,
4: yeah. He's just yeah. the same bully over and he's over. Same, again. Yeah. Even when he's like old man Biff, and he's kind yeah. of. But then I love how, like, he just sees how dumb he was. Yeah. <laughs> was like, make, yeah. like, a leaf and get the hell out of here. <laughs> make, like, a tree
0: and get out of here. Yeah, okay. oh. He like an idiot when he said it wrong. Hold on. In number two, though, when he's the old Biff, going back to the young Biff, doesn't he seem more lucid and smarter than he ever did somehow? Sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. he's learned his well, lesson.
4: Well, it's like everyone yeah. lost their minds and he didn't. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he gained a mind and everyone else lost theirs. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because yeah, he he's correcting. Yeah, he's well he corrects uh young Biff and he's like you sound like an idiot when you when you no. say it wrong and so it's like it's like he's learned the error of his ways.
4: He's like you don't yeah. have a safe, get a safe.
2: Yeah. Um <laughs> I would have to say um uh Marty's mom. I was going to say Lorraine. Lorraine is I mean mm-hmm. I loved her. It, it was it was really Isn't funny dreamy? to watch that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was really cool to see that that story unfold and how quickly the tides change when she's protected. <laughs> Young hearts. I'm yeah. going
5: with Calvin Klein.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know, but I'm going to find out.
4: Yeah. And I don't know. There's a, like, I think to to Michael's point, there's a, there's a weird, provocative, but strangely, like I can't look away kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And I got a, I got this back sun shirt of her on it. And I'm kind of like, I get this. From I don't Back know, to the Future? From Back to the Future. Oh, it's nice. like a, it's like a still. It's not like, from the actual film, but it's like a production still. we like, it like, almost okay, looks like a yearbook
2: a
1: photo.
4: Yeah. And I'm like, eh, uh, I think, you know, next to like Pink Ranger, Amy Jo Johnson, I was like, uh, man feelings?
1: Man, man feelings. <laughs> the man, feelings. Man, There's is, so many
4: things happening. This is weird. I don't know why I feel like this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, happy. remember Marty's like, but you're so hot. Yeah, I know. You're so hot. You're so hot.
0: <laughs> you <know? laughs> I, I don't no, know. he says, say hot. He says thin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you.
2: <laughs>
5: I
0: guess uh, that would be even creepier. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the second one. So sure he didn't say, you're so hot,
5: mom. The second <laughs> yeah. one, he's like, you're so big. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think I'm with Michael on this one. George McFly would yeah, have to McFly. be. It's, he's just interesting. Every time he's on screen, you cannot take your eyes off him. Yeah. He's fascinating to watch, and his speech pattern is interesting to listen to as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, just how much he struggles just to communicate with people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you wonder. It makes you Golden. wonder... And it makes you understand why they kind of hate each other in 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 the beginning of the movie, and you're like, oh, because she never really, really a hundred percent loved him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> how could he's a creep. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I I I'm I'm with you on that one. I think that would have to be besides you know I think Doc was also one of my favorites growing up. Like I I thought Doc Christopher Lloyd is fascinating to watch as well. The amount of energy that man has in that performance, uh, is is astounding.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to talk a little bit about like the technology that it Did introduced? You have one? Oh no, I said Lorraine. I said Lorraine. Oh Lorraine, yeah
1: technology. Maybe, we, maybe. We, I don't know about this. What's going on? Well,
2: I was going to say you know kind of some of the things that I think uh, what's so interesting about Back to the Future is it introduced things at the time that everybody was like, no way. That's what FaceTime
1: calls. Oh, and two, uh, you and know, a lot like, of the stuff oh, that came like true that. actually. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, true. It's interesting and how the Cubs actually almost won the on World the year. Series on the yeah. year that they <laughs> predicted well also
0: that would have been so good I was hoping for it
1: man <laughs> I don't even watch baseball I was the, like,
0: Come
4: uh, on. the automatic shoes yeah and yeah, like a lot of lacing and they re- and they like maybe like two or three years ago some of that actually made them develop them for mm-hmm. Marty McFly now. Oh, like for Michael J. Fox now and super dope since you know he has Parkinson's and everything like he was putting him on it was like super dope
1: Just, yeah um, holograms holograms the yeah. Jaws hologram Jaws 24
4: yeah. whatever uh, here, yeah. here's $100 go buy yourself a Coke yeah, yeah.
2: Prices, yeah. are you saying? Hands
1: free yeah. video games?
2: Yeah. Wireless video games. Uh, Waste fueled cars. Mm-hmm. That
0: is a thing. Hoverboards. Hoverboards. Sort
1: of. I don't count hey, that.
0: Do you guys think that they consulted a bunch of futurists? <laughs> picking had,
1: I feel like they had to. <laughs> like, yeah. They have like the video glasses came true to like Google Glass and stuff like that. Yep. It's all too much of it was too accurate. For like me. the ordering
5: kiosks, oh. kind of like ordering yeah. the Pepsi from Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> That didn't specifically come true, but
1: oh wait! You know, what? I just remembered one other favorite moment of mine. It's the part where he's like, "Yeah, he's gonna be mayor," and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, be, gonna be mayor." Be yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be cool. Cool. yeah, I like the, I like sound, the sound
3: of that. that <laughs> it's like, "All right, Mr. Mayor,"
2: me. or something like, like yeah. the shopkeep tells him something. I'm still beautiful. waiting
0: for Jaws 19. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Stop. That was got wrong. That, that anyone would care about Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, like Spielberg was like, "I need to like I have so much invested in Jaws. I need more sequels." Because like, and this time
1: the shark is I've going to be bigger. I've seen too many of those <laughs> to be proud of. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of sequels to a movie that are terrible, like there is no good Jaws sequel. Like why would he even no. make that joke? No, you can't. Yeah. yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's Stratax why all the terrible Jaws movies, maybe that's what it was. He was like, I wasn't involved in those other ones. So yeah. No. That's gotta be It's it. an
4: internal joke. Really? But, I mean, if, joke, but yeah. if, if back to the future were to be remade nowadays, we could just replace that Jaws with fast and furious, right? It'd yeah. be fast and furious, like 40, 40, 40. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, how
5: yeah. many of those movies are coming out? I love the little pizza that hydrates. Oh, yeah. yeah.
4: Nobody
2: hydrates a pizza like you, mom. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Do we uh, want to slip into some qualmy qualms? Tom's favorite
1: segment. I think segment? So. I think, it's I think time. so.
2: I, I really wanted to hear more like from Michael about
3: yeah. two and three, because yeah. I would, I'm, I'm always
2: loved to hear. I always love to hear when somebody has different opinions. Like I really want to like understand. So <laughs> oh, he, he has kind hater. of an evil I'm
0: laugh. Not I'm not the guy who like goes to see the last Jedi hoping it's going to be bad. I'm not yeah. that person. Um, I yeah, I just like two what I find very odd about number two is that like it's like they felt like they needed to, to go back into the nostalgia of a movie that was made like five years before it or four years before it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, do we were we do we need the nostalgia for it already? Like, remember how perfect that movie was? Mm-hmm. We're gonna up the ante somehow, but like not really, and just remind you how good that movie was. But also, like, I, I was—I'm trying. In my mind, it's similar to—I um, mean, look, I—you know—I've had this debate with a lot of people about Indiana <laughs> Temple and in the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Oh, I yeah. love—I love that movie. Yeah, oh, me same. too. Okay, I think Temple of Doom is like a masterpiece, and I think there are things about it that suck. Like, Kate Capshaw is not very good in it, and she's super annoying. But, <laughs> but I second that. She serves. She serves a purpose. Yeah. Um. There are things about it that aren't like good or like enjoyable necessarily, but they like fit in somehow. But to me, and and what I realized like years later was that that movie actually takes place before Rages of the Lost Ark.
5: Yeah, that that's the one thing I was going to mention is that you, if if you, with that piece of information, you know, in your mind, Temple of Doom, kind of, it's kind of almost poetic because that's sort of like he learns how to care about other people other than himself. And then that yes. kind of leads into Raiders. Yeah.
0: Well, it does in the same way, but but it, except for like in the beginning when he's like going for the, you know, the idol in the beginning, you're right. like, hmm, he's got kind of that. But then he ends up trying to, what he's trying to do is bring it to a museum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so he's not like a raper and a pillager like um, Belloc. I, we're, sorry, we're going off on a... Weird <laughs> no, it's <that's thing>. okay. <laughs> Tangents <laughs> are welcome here, man. It's really good. I think it's an important thing to talk about in terms of like, you know why sequels get made, and like mm-hmm. what you know, and when they veer off into another direction. Like, so to me, the the reason for me, the Temple of the Doom work, te- Temple of the Doom, Jesus, Temple <laughs> of Doom work, as compared to Raiders, is that. And and don't get me wrong, I'm staring up at an original from the movie theater framed Raiders of the Lost Ark poster above my desk right now. Okay, uh, nice. I am a hardcore Raiders fan. Like, I think that is as much as Back to the Future is a perfect screenplay. Raiders is a perfect movie, and yeah. all you have to do is mm-hmm. go online to my Dear collaborator and friend, Steven Soderbergh, and watch his like black and white shot for shot. Like you got to see what he did with *Rage of the Lost Ark*. I don't know if you guys know about this. No, I don't. I'm gonna don't. check it out now, though. Yeah, you guys, you guys go check it out and then bring it back to me and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Absolutely. <laughs> Every, go, everyone at go, home, go, pause it
4: and then go watch it and then come
0: back. Well, go, well go, go. Someone Google Soderbergh's *Rage of the Lost Ark* and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, that's a perfect movie. Temple of Doom veers off and becomes this whole other adventure. It's different comedy. It's different tonally. Steven Spielberg was going through a divorce, so he was, and so was George Lucas. They were both really depressed and messed up at the time. Like, it's a totally different experience watching that. Like, yeah, everything about it, visually, whatever. So to me, it's like, yeah, it's not as good as the first. So like, why try to make? They didn't try to make a better movie. They just made a different movie.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It almost felt like Back to the Future Two was like trying to be better. It was like, we can take everything oh, that was interesting. good first one, and then we can layer on this whole other thing and make it even better. Like, we can take all of that and then go, also go into the future. Whoa. And then <laughs> that's, one, and that's one way of looking at it. It's another way of looking at it is they were trying to be like meta and really clever and say, how, you know, is, is number two actually sort of a commentary on time travel movies and a commentary on the first one? And is it actually like more subversive than we think it is and not just a straight up adventure film? Mm-hmm. And is it like, are they trying to be, and then to me, the, the answer to that is, well, if it is, they're just trying, they're just too clever for their own good. And it just kind of right. falls flat on that level for me. Gotcha. But but I like it. There are moments in it that are great. It was on the other day and I totally left it on and watched a bunch of it because I was like, oh, I, you know, it's funny. And I like the Biff stuff in the future. And, it's, yeah, just, yeah. and it's, way, it's, it's way darker in a lot of ways. Like, even though there's a lot of dark shit about the first one, they Absolutely. handle it in a later way. They handle it in a lighter way. Number two, they handle the dark shit in a fairly dark way. Uh-huh, yeah. um, but then, and then you get to number three and I remember, I never forget that, right? When you watch number two mm-hmm. and you, and at the end, all of a sudden it, it, it ends and you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden they show scenes from number three and you're like, yeah, that was very jarring because they Fair filmed right? both of them at the same time, same yeah. time. And so that was like, I remember seeing that and just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they go to the old West. And if you remember, they show like a lot of the plot of the movie in those scenes at the end of yeah. Back to Future 2. Mm-hmm. They yeah. like go through a like. I totally like, forgot about that. Oh. Yeah. And it says to be, remember, it says to be concluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. To be concluded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yep. I remember that. Um, yeah, it, I totally
1: forgot they attach a trailer on the end of that movie. It, yep.
5: Yeah. yeah, it's almost as if, like you were saying, I think they just wanted to, kind of you know, go to the future and then also like I guess go to the far past because I'm trying to like imagine the thought process, the thought process or like the meetings that they had of like, okay, what do we do with the next two movies? You know, like it's like okay, you're gonna go back, you know, reuse some of the plot points from number one, like all of the plot points from number one, and just kind of go deeper with them, uh, and explore them in a different way, and then. Yeah. Almost like, almost like trying to solve the same like conflict, or yeah, almost like it the, has the same stakes again. Yeah, and, and and you're trying to go back, but
4: I I feel like the third one to me was a better sequel than the second one because the second one I feel like the first part where they're in the future is the only bit of originality in it, where it was like, hey, these are the same characters that are on a new adventure, right. and at the later half when they're in back in 1955, it's kind of like. Hey, remember that tensive, like time ticking bomb that we were we had? Like we're gonna amp that up and give you more stuff to laugh about. Where the third one was like completely new adventure. These are the same tropes that you loved, and mm-hmm. we're gonna bring it back in this time frame. And yeah. so, in that sense, it makes more of a homage, uh, homage uh, <laughs> oh <my God>. comparatively <laughs> than the second one. The oh. second one was almost just like carbon, carbon, co- uh, carbon copy. Yeah. Where, um, but I mean there's some things where they kind of just ramped up completely where like biff in the future is a complete idiot yeah um and then biff in the past of the of the mad dog whatever his name is turn whatever yeah uh he he's just more of like actually an evil dude
1: yeah mm-hmm. but he's also I like dumb. I like that you put it that way cuz the third one it it is it is almost a a better sequel because it is at least a, a little more original mm-hmm. um you do have some a few callbacks here and there, but it's not like, like Michael said, it's not member berries for 90% of the film. I mean, Doc
0: actually gets it's, to develop. Well, that was, yeah, I was going to say it's Doc's movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Doc gets to develop. It's like wanted, it's not, yeah. You know, that has just wanted to make a Western. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there's, abso- there's no other reason that they made that movie that would, that way as a Western, like there's no reason for, like they literally could have gone anywhere back in time. Um, right. I mean, yeah. think, but just think about that for a second. Like, You've got this. You've got this franchise where you can you literally have the power. You have the power to literally go anywhere and do anything. And you're like, I'm gonna make a western. And you're like, okay, okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah, you could (laughs) have done
2: anything with that, but okay.
0: You know, and to me, it's probably like that was that was the adventure stories of their youth. Like for Spielberg, for Zemeckis, all those guys. Like that's what they watched on television was the Westerns. You know, they were raised on that Mm
3: -hmm.
0: because they did they did the sci-fi. So, like, what's the other thing that, like, sort of inspires all those guys to to make those adventure movies? And I'm, you know, I know they always say, like, oh, it's Flash, old Flash Gordon, and it's mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But then it's also, I've heard them say it, it's also westerns. And like, I, I love, what, I actually love a good western. Like, I love revisionist westerns too. Like, Dark ones, like Unforgiven, is awesome. Oh yeah. To, mm-hmm. me, to me, like whimsic, whimsical, whimsical westerns. Like, the only whimsical western that works for me, and because it mixes. Great drama, great action, and like fucking awesome, edgy humor is Silverado. Silverado to me is like the best western ever made.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Everyone's just like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Silverado, written by Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote, you know, Empire Strikes oh, of Back. Of course, yeah. It is. If you guys haven't seen that movie or haven't seen it in a while, go go back and see it. It's got Scott Glenn. It's got Kevin Klein. It's got the most, Jeff Goldblum. It's got the most amazing cast. Oh,
2: wow. Um, it's super good. Is
0: it? It's, it's really so, good. It's so good. It's so good. And to me, it was like, I had seen great Westerns before, and I just, it, it just fell flat for me. Like, it just, the jokes fell flat. Um, the romance between Doc and and Mary Steenburgen's character was, I have no idea who Claire, that was. was. Claire. Claire. Or Mary or Claire,
4: <laughs> Claire with the lavender. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, know.
5: I think just in, just a, in a weird meta way, I think that was kind of like Doc's reasoning for going back to the Old West. <laughs> like he, like he, he wanted to go back to the Old West for the adventure, and that's kind of well. Like but he
2: didn't, didn't have a choice at that right. time because the the were lightning. going. Yeah, he was struck by lightning, and that's where he was sent.
4: Well, well that's and, right. And that's it. why he stayed, though. I mean, yeah. I think there's one thing nice in terms of like just kind of original writing uh, in the third one is the bit that the fact that Doc finds love in a time that he wasn't from. But yeah. in a time frame that he highly admires, because you know some people kind of revere the Western as a time of like slight innovation, but also there's like no rules, there's no laws, yada yada. Like there's that aspect of it, but also like huge things were happening. Like this is when you know like railroads were being built and things like that, and it kind of leads into like I think one thing I felt like this is the biggest toy they're gonna sell is the 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 the, the, the time machine the train. The train, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, I wonder how that's going. Yeah. I mean, having kids name it for Jules Verne and stuff like that and talking mm-hmm. about those books. Um, and I don't know. I thought those are kind of cool aspects. Yeah. Of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm of the, of the mind myself. I number one will always be number one. Mm. Yeah. And number two and number three, like I've said on the show before, like with any movie I want to go in and I want to be entertained. Can mm-hmm. I analyze mm-hmm. any movie? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Any movie we can watch and we can go, okay, that was a pile of shit and this <laughs> is why. But there are some movies we can go. You know, it was it was fun. It yeah. was.
1: It I was... mean, there is something to say that it. I mean, member berries are work. They're, they're <laughs> there for a reason. I mean, nostalgia member, is, a big, is a big part of. In, in, in some ways, I think human. the Back to
4: the Future two is kind of like how most sequels are now. Yeah, most sequels now are just like, yo, do the same thing as the first one, but just a little bit bigger. And yeah, that, that's what kind of happens instead of like sometimes yeah. they do don't do a complete different. Story. Oh, how
1: we've come full circle!
4: Mm. Boom, back to the v- v- present. Oh, dang! <laughs> yeah. Um, do we want to go in order? Like, which ones are top? I, I think we've already pretty much I think established. We've established. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to
0: say it for the record. Three for me.
4: Okay, <laughs> okay. good, good, good. <laughs> I'm going to say it for the record. When I was a kid, three was my favorite. Oh, really? When you three were a kid? As mm-hmm. an adult, watching, going through film courses and stuff like that, I'd say the best ones are probably, to me, one, three, and two, but then in terms of my favorites are going to be three, one, and two. Wow. Mm. And I'll be honest with that. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I watched the third one way more than I've watched any of the other, the first two. Really?
2: Yeah. Well, when you're a kid, it's kind that's of true. If you look at it, I can see why.
4: Well, it's, also in the in a way, in a funny way, like what Michael was saying, like how these filmmakers had their childhood was filled with westerns. Mine wasn't. Mine was not filled with westerns. So, in a funny way, that's this, the western this of your kind of childhood. Filled my, westerns. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I didn't so start funny. watching westerns yeah. till actually later on in my adult life. Like, wow. That's I don't know.
2: Oh, he's turning very red when <laughs> yeah, I say I, that I haven't read a lot of c- comic books that's how I feel or like when <laughs> I say I'm not wearing a hockey pants. Oh, that's
3: how I
1: feel my <laughs> God. he made it in there <laughs> the last minute but I did it
5: he somehow yeah. found a way, he found a uh, way. Uh, for me those. I think it's the same kind of idea where there's there's like what's the best movies and then like which ones do i like the enjoyment from Mm -hmm. because for me like it's fascinating to see like the alternate 80s Mm -hmm. you know or like going back in time like the western but it's not just not just the old west but it's the old west for this world yeah which is fascinating um after you've seen like two movies and you've seen the future and you've seen the past um what res what stays with me the most is the is the beginning of two which is all the future stuff yeah and kind of seeing like the Nikes and the, and the, my favorite is the auto drying jacket. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, we need that now, everyone. Yeah. If someone at home is like an
4: engineer, or something like that, can you please that, can you you that? get on that, please? I mean, yeah. how often
5: do you, you are need now your dry. Soaked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <A lot>. Like, <laughs> I love that stuff. Uh, I sweat a lot. Just as a kid, that stuff like captured yeah. my imagination, you know? Uh, but I think order wise, it would have to go uh, one, th- well, one, uh, yeah, one, two, and three. Oh wow! Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm the same. Yeah. One, two, three. I watched one the most though.
5: I was going to th- say sure. three, yeah. but then I just ended. I just finished talking about how the second one was very, yeah, influential, So mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Michael? Probably the same.
0: Sorry, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
2: if we were going uh, to rankings.
0: Star- no, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fa- favorite uh, ordering of them from yeah, of best one one two three. stores? worst.
0: Yeah. 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 One, two, three. Cool. And close. I feel complete. I, I just want to add one other thing, by the way. Do it's, it, please. The thing, the thing that feels off to me about 3 yeah. is that it's not Marty's movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Marty's a about. supporting it's... character kind of in that movie. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, about, it's Doc's movie.
4: But, I mean, in a similar sense, he still has like this worrying feeling throughout the film because like, in the first one, he's worried that his family's going to disappear. Second one, that his entire timeline's messed up. Third one, that Doc is going to die and he hasn't told him yet. Or he's told him, but it's kind of like he's trying to prevent his death
5: the yeah. time. So I mean, there is yeah. still that, that. But he he's, that he's in,
1: that, in that in that he doesn't be really, he he is wise. the doc to his Marty like yeah. they switch roles. But like yeah. character development
5: yes. and transformation of character, and it would, doesn't
1: work quite as well. Yeah, he tries to. He tries to ignore.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. He, he sort ignored. of grows up, becomes the becomes the sage, yeah. the sage person,
4: and because I mean, yeah, that part with the second movie where like his he he loses his guitar hand, it doesn't come to fruition until the third film, mm-hmm. where he finally has to like not. Like race against whatever douchebags, and then doesn't get hit in a car accident. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, there,
1: there, there there's some development. <laughs> oh
2: <my God. laughs> Squeeze that in. You, you are really yeah. just trying to protect number three, my baby, my baby. <laughs> nah. Grumpy well, Tom. Wow. Um, I feel complete. Yeah, feel good about feel that. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, uh, is there anywhere that you'd like to send our listeners? Like any projects that are coming up, or movies, social or medias. any social media?
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, you guys. Everyone can follow me on uh, Michael underscore Nathanson on Instagram. And uh, my Twitter is M underscore Nathanson one. Um, sorry for all the underscores, everybody. Uh, <laughs> no good. choice. No choice. <laughs> A lot of Michael Nathansons apparently had to have their accounts for me. But you have the um, check marks, so that's what counts. Yeah. I do have the check marks. Hey, Yeah. So if you search, literally, if you just go search for my name on social media, you'll find, you'll find me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I post a lot of fun stuff. So, and I, and I try to talk to m- most of the folks who, who message me or comment on, st- at least do comment on stuff. I try to, I try to be pretty good about that. Um, I love looking from- at your
2: Instagram. You are a total, like you, you are a total nerd. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna, I'm just like, Oh, that oh, is yeah. so much. That looks like so much fun. Like some of the pictures that he posts, I'm just like, Oh yeah.
4: Sounds like just is, open we're in the floodgates of like for all of the Indiana Jones con- conversations oh, that no. come to you.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I have I have a lot of fun with Instagram. To me, Instagram is like my um it's like my clubhouse where people can come and hang out with me. That's that's literally what it is for me. It's like I've talked about this before. It's just like being being close to the fans because I am a nerd and like I've been a fan for so long of all this stuff that like having the sort of I don't know and it's not power, but just having the like platform. Platform platform, yeah, to like be able to to talk about things I like and, and geek out with the thing about the things I like and um, that's why I love so- using social media for, and and you know I, I also post things about my kids, but I'm you know gr- I'm grooming them to be future geeks. It. So that, <laughs> <laughs> you good man. Watch their transformation as they you know get to know about all these things, and um, awesome. yeah. So anyway, so Definition so that's my father. ongoing project is my social media for sure. Um, but I got a lot of other stuff. I got a little. Uh, I got a project going with Marvel. I can't talk about right now, but um, when wow. I can, I'm to come back and maybe chat with you guys a little bit about. No, we'd it, love you know? that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. You have, of,
4: uh, you have a feature coming up, right? Uh can't have you?
0: Yeah, it's a little bit in limbo at the moment. We're okay. not sure what's happening with it. Um, but I'm hoping it's gonna come out this year at some point. Um the wonderful world of filmmaking. It's like you never know what what's gonna come out when and how it's gonna come out and all that. So Yeah, yeah. But everyone can find out on your Instagram and on your Twitter. So I mean uh, yeah, I'll I'll post something about I try not to post too much about like myself in terms of like my own pro- not that it's you shouldn't and i definitely talk about stuff i do i just i'm not as good as like promoting my my projects as i probably should be i'm much more like i just enjoy having fun with all this stuff and so that's what i put as Um, you should yeah yeah i i'm I'm having the time of my life guys this is is awesome that's Um, great other projects um i got a feature film that i co-wrote that i'm producing and i'm going to be in that we're trying to get off the ground and raise some money for and we're talking to different producers and such and um I have a TV pilot I wrote with a friend that we're and we're taking meetings for that right now. We've got a, a really really good meeting coming up, which is very exciting. Um, so there's some cool potential in that. Um, nice. The TV pilot about dads in Brooklyn, sort of a uh-huh. catastrophe meets uh, girls kind of mm-hmm. a thing. <laughs> nice. If anyone watches either of those shows? Um, um, <laughs> definitely. And uh, yeah, you know, just auditioning right now. I'm in pilot season. I was just yeah. downtown. Uh, I was in Pensacon this weekend in Pensacola, Florida. It's a really great Comic-Con. If anyone gets a chance to go down there for it next year, it's awesome, just like the coolest, one of the best Comic-Cons I've ever been to. And um, it was really fun, and people were asking me what I was doing, and like, of course, as soon as I left town to go to Florida, my agents were like, oh, you have to put this audition on tape for another pilot, and I was like, ah, what is this? And it was the Magnum PI reboot. Oh! (laughs) Yeah, to play Rick, remember Rick? He was like the club owner the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's so funny. I was doing I was doing a live podcast at Pensacon with um, uh, Danny and Mike Mike Marona and, and Danny Tamborelli. The guys were oh yeah yeah Pete and
4: Pete yeah.
0: Oh, so yeah. those guys are now yeah. Those guys are friends of mine, and we were doing this live podcast. And and it's funny. I said to the I said to the audience, I was like, "Yeah, I'm auditioning for this Magnum PI," and they were like, they all started shouting, "You're Rick! You could be Rick!" Whoa! Oh, so, that's awesome! Like, Whoa! Did you guys just karmically make that happen for me? <laughs> <laughs> Great. I don't, I don't, I don't know how good my audition tape was. It was fine, but, um, but that's where I am right now, man. I'm just like,
1: well, we're rooting for
0: you. I'd like to see that audition. Yeah, I'm just auditioning for lots of stuff, and you know, trying to figure out what the next sort of acting gig is gonna be. But in the meantime, like I told you guys earlier, just you know, working on a lot of other projects, and and kind of just enjoying the ride of all of it. Yeah, a dad. Just keeping busy, being a, being a dad, dad. dad at the same time. Being a dad, yeah, not being a deadbeat dad. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Super busy. Um everybody at home thank you for listening thank you Michael for being on the show
0: oh, it's a pleasure uh, you guys thanks it was fun uh, to talk about this.
2: you can find out everything about the show on nerdonthepodcast.com all mm-hmm. of our different social media following stuff uh, we will link every uh, all of Michael's social media Absolutely. on the show notes
5: the website ah. and all that jazz join our Patreon
2: yeah our all Patreon allows us to keep doing this and to keep uh, making the show making all of our bonus content Make just keep going it's it's awesome All of our patrons have been pretty amazing, as always.
3: Ending broadcast.